the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to the Church of the Week here on AM 630 The Word. It is my great honor and blessing to be on the air with you today. And uh, as we as we do every Saturday and Sunday when we're on the air, I want to share with you a little something. And today the Lord has been ministering to, to my heart. And uh, Matthew 6.33 is one of the passages that we all know so well. But we fall out of it. We, we continue to worry. The Bible says, if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things shall be added unto you. But yet... We worry so much. We worry about finances, about about the car note, about the house, about the kids. So many things to worry about. And these things are merely distractions. And God says, seek first. Keep your focus on God. Continue to seek him. Read his word. Pray to him. Because you know what? The good thing is that not only can we pray, but the better thing is that he answers prayer. And so today I, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to seek first before before you you begin worrying, before you start acting sporadically and crazy and doing all these things that may not help you at all. Pray. Seek God. Take some time. Turn turn the other distractions off and go into your room, go into the bathroom if that's the only place you can and just cry out to him and ask him, Lord, where should I do? What should I where should I go? How how should I handle this? And then listen for an answer. Because his promises are true. And so today, we have a young man here in the studio with us. And it is my my great honor to have him here because, again, he is a local guy. He's from here. He ministers here. And, again, I, I love I love our national speakers. I love the guys and the men and women that preach in arenas and in different places and they and they preach a word and then they jump on a plane and they go to their next their next location and that's awesome. I praise God for them. But there's a special place in my heart for the men and women that are local. They don't jump on a plane. They maybe jump on the bus and, and, and they go home. And, and when we call them, they answer. And when our baby's sick, they come visit us. And when it's 12 midnight and something went wrong, guess what? We can call them and they answer. And I thank God because we, they minister in our backyard. And today I have the, the great privilege, the great honor of having in the studio with me, Mr. Alex Fleming. He is the senior pastor of Life Restored Church. Alex, welcome to Church of the Week here on AM630 The Word. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, man. I'm just uh, honored to be here. Thank you for taking the time uh, to have me here. Thanks, bro. It is good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy again to have somebody that's that's here with us in the city. But I want to ask you a little bit about, about you. Yes. You're, you are the senior pastor of Life Restored Church. How long have you been there? We've been in that location dealing with the homeless, ministering to them for three years now. Three years. Yes. That that has been the extent of, of your time in ministry. At time in ministry, we started the church six years ago. There you go. Yeah, six years ago. And uh, for us, it's almost a rebirth 
um, this third three years because it's a totally different ball game altogether uh, ministering to the homeless. All right. I'm going to touch on that, but yeah. I want to get to you first. Okay. Where, where are you from? Uh, I'm from San Antonio, uh, west side of San Antonio. Grew right. up on Buena Vista Street. Uh, went to Lanier, Tafoya, JT Brackenridge. So, you know, I'm from... You know, from the hood, man. From the know. mean streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Anto, so, you know. Uh. <laughs> you are a product of San Anto. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> San <yes>. Antonio. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? There, there's something that is beautiful about that. Uh, because, unfortunately, a lot of people grow up in a place and then they feel called somewhere else. Because it's difficult. You have to overcome some of the, some of the, the familiarity. Yeah. You know, I knew you when. Oh yeah, you know, and so you grew up in a place, and you and you dare to minister here, and that's that I think is something to be applauded. So you grew up here in San Antonio. You're you're a local guy, uh, and uh, you talk about the hood. You yeah. know, you grew up in the hood. But tell me uh, about your experience. When did Christ come into your life, and He met you in that place? Where? How did that happen for you? Um, you know, it actually came by meeting my wife. You know, she was uh-huh. in San Antonio College. I was going there because you know a couple friends got assassinated. A lot of them were going to jail and I was like I gotta do something different ah you know I'll go to college and so try it out and I saw my wife there reading her bible she wasn't my wife at the time and so of course she's very beautiful and mm-hmm. so I uh, you know I was approaching her and she invited me to an outreach at Milan Park you know uh right across from Santa Rosa and it's there where I received the message of Jesus Christ and I accepted the Lord and so was, was that your first date no, uh, no, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, she, she, she didn't want to have anything to do with me. I'm, I was straight out of the. Every word was the f word. Like she was just like, and it was after God started doing a work in ah, me okay. that she started falling for me. You know, of course, she had to resist these these looks. <laughs> uh, and I, <laughs> yeah, right. And, and, and you're so humble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just totally joking. <laughs> But, you know, there, there's something about being in ministry that I, I think I'm, I'm in ministry as well. There's got to be something a little a little bit of crazy in us oh, yeah. to be able to go into ministry and to respond to the call. So now you had that moment uh, where you, you went to the meeting and you heard. Yeah. It, was it was it there that you accepted Christ? I accepted Christ there. And man, a good friend of mine, Jacob Diaz, he was the one that. uh that started, you know, discipling me in, in the fundamentals of Christianity. And this guy would pick me up all the way from 1604 to the inner city west side, back and forth wow. every day, taking me to church. And he's from H-Town, and he's from the type of streets there that I'm yeah. from here. So we clicked, and uh, it was that. And I went to a spiritual retreat, and that's where I received Christ truly. Yeah. You know, because as, a, as Catholic, you know, mm-hmm. out of tradition— I respected God, right? you know, but when I fell in love with him, it was different. So driving by the Catholic church, I'd put the joint down, make the sign of the cross right after we passed it, pick it back up. up. You know what I mean? So, but when I fell in love with God, totally changed my life at that spiritual retreat. And I said, this is what I'm called to do. And the person I'm called to be for the rest of my life is to win souls, make disciples and love people. Wow. That's a, that's a beautiful testimony. Now, after after that, you had that you had that moment. That's a God moment, and, and no doubt about it. Where 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 did marriage come into this picture? So after experiencing God, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be just like Paul. There you go. I'm never gonna get married. 
<laughs> of course, you know that Paul had a, a gift for that. Right. There was a spiritual gift for that. And I was just so on fire. I'm like, I'm going to devote all my time to the Lord. I was winning my friends to the Lord. I was bringing them to church. I mean, these guys thought I went crazy. I was yeah. just on fire for God. And um, in that time, you know, we, we started seeing each other more. And I felt God tell me, he's like, Alex, do you not think that I can use her to do the most important thing in your life? To, for her to lead me to Christ and also use her to be your helpmate along the journey. Wow. And so when I heard that, I had an a extreme peace and we walked out of courtship and we had accountability and boundaries. So, you know, we would do it right according to the word. And it was probably about, I'd say, three years after first meeting her, mm-hmm. after I truly fell in love with Christ, that we got married. That's powerful. That You don't see that too often. Uh, that's something that... Uh, that only God could do. God brought you together, and, and, and I guess God had to convince you yeah. uh, to, to marry her. Yeah. I, don't, I, I, I don't know how, how God had to minister to her. I wish she was here <laughs> so I could hear her side of the story. <laughs> I'll have yeah. to bring her in next week. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now you guys are, are in ministry, and now you guys are pastoring a church, and, and the church is Life Restored Church. Yes. Now, tell me about the church. Where is the church located? It's it's 400 Arbor Place, 78207. It's about a block and a half away from Haven for Hope. So the majority of the people we minister to are homeless. Actually, half of our congregation is homeless and the other half are not. Now, you don't have to be homeless to, to go to the of church. Of course not. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course not. Um, yeah, so. But part of your calling is to the down and out. Yes, and because I grew up in that area, right. before Haven for Hope was there, there was the Sam Shelter. Right. So there's the two bridges, Buena Vista Bridge and Commerce Bridge. So now Haven for Hope's on the Commerce end. Mm-hmm. Before that, uh, um, uh, Sam Shelter was on the Buena Vista Bridge. That's where I grew up, right in front of that bridge. So I grew up seeing homeless under the bridge, living under the bridge, shooting up heroin on the way to school as a kid, seeing that every single day. So for me... You know, people were advising me, hey, you need to start your church in a different location. But God's voice told me, no, I want you to go and stay and go back to your community and show your community what a life surrendered to Christ looks like. Not perfect, but surrendered. That's right. God never calls for perfection. When he calls, he calls for holiness. Yes. And that's that's different from perfection. Yes. And so I I respect that. And so now you are back in the hood, like you say, you're back in the 207 uh, zip code, which is one of the poorer zip codes, not only in San Antonio, but in the nation. Yes. Yeah. It it makes it makes news uh, for for that reason. And you could have planted a church anywhere in the city if you had different goals. But your goal was to reach. Uh, the homeless. Your yes. goal was to reach, you know, ca- pa- part of where where you grew up. And so, talk to me a little bit about about the ministry. Your goal. What what are the things that you are doing now to reach the community? So now we serve uh, five hundred meals <clears throat> a week to the wait homeless. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time up. Five hundred meals. Yes, a week. a week. Yes, sir. Who who does this? Uh, Life Restored Church and the volunteers and the members of our church. It's us, our members, uh, during the week. So Monday through Thursday at 9.30, we serve breakfast. 
Um, and then we also have volunteers from other churches that would come in. And also on the weekend, we have whole churches. They bring their whole missionary team to come and host a pancake breakfast on Saturday. And um, that's how we're able to do so much. Uh, the members of our church have a heart for it. But without the other church partnerships, we would not be able to do nearly what we do. We also have showers for the homeless. We provide showers for the homeless. And in seasonal, we have seasonal shelter during the winter, during the coldest times. We clear all the chairs out of our church and let the homeless sleep there overnight. And we're there watching them, feeding them, loving on them, praying with them. And in three years, 15 homeless are no longer homeless. They got saved, got jobs, and have got their own apartments. And so that ultimately is our goal to be a 24-7 church that not mm. just treats homelessness, but ends homelessness and shows them that your humanity is not gone. You, you're still a human. You're still loved by God, and you're still a child of God. And, um, yeah, man, so that's the way we roll. Wow. That's powerful because a lot of programs depend on the need of people for their funding. Yeah. You said something. Uh, you don't want to only treat homelessness. You want to end Yes. Homelessness. Yes, and, sir. and I love that. I, I love that because uh, it's it's what we need to do. Turn these people around that they would they would be in a place that now they can contribute. Yes. You know, and so you but but I think it, it, we need to underline this again. So Monday through Thursday at 930 in the morning. Yeah. You are feeding uh, people that show up. Yeah. It's about 75 to 100 a day. That show up, yeah. and they show up to the church at, yes. at 400 Arbor, Arbor Place. Place, 78207, and they're going to get a hot meal. Yes, sir. They're going to get some pancakes or some oatmeal, or they're going to get something. Yes, sir. Wow. And and then on Saturday, you're, you're joining with other churches. Yes. And I love that. I love that. You know why? Because it's not only about a particular church. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, for it's, sure. It's not just about Life Restored Church. This is an opportunity that you have allowed other churches, other ministries to come in and, and partner with you. So it's not like uh, only I, I'm only doing this and the rest of you all get your own ministry. Yeah, no, 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 your, no, your doors are open. Yes, yeah. We realize that in order to be a 24-7 church, small C, we need the church, big C, the city church, to come together and making the big, the biggest dent in homelessness that our city has ever seen. And so when they do a pancake breakfast, it's their pancake breakfast. Right. They're just doing it out of our building. Right. So it has their flavor. Of course, we have certain, you know, procedures because, mm -hmm. you know, we're there all the time. But other than that, it is, it's their show. Rock it out. Love. You want worship. You want a drum. Whatever you want to do, it's your show. You know, uh, just love them. Give them Christ. Give them food and give them hope. And uh, we're ready to rock and roll. So let me ask you a question. Uh, <laughs> this is very interesting. How how could another church? Uh, is there room for other churches? Oh to oh my gosh, yeah. Because we we want because we want we want to serve breakfast every day. We uh -huh. want to serve lunch every day. We're not doing that yet. We want to serve dinner every day. We're not doing that yet either. We want to have showers every day. We only have showers two times a week mm -hmm. and the showers is just life restored church. So we need more churches to jump on board with the showers. You know, we want to have shelter every day, not just seasonal. Right. So there's so we have what we have, but that is nowhere near the goal of being a 24 seven church. So we really need just about, you know, as much partnership with churches to volunteer people that have that heart to come on in and, um, you know, end 
homelessness right. with the love of Christ. Right, right, right. And so my name is Marcus Burgos. I'm here interviewing Alex Fleming, Pastor Alex Fleming, Senior Pastor of Life Restored Church. And you're listening to AM630, the Word, Church of the Week program. And I'm saying this because how could a church, perhaps a pastor is listening, perhaps someone is listening that is looking for something to do. They, they don't want to change churches. They have a great church, sure. but they're looking for a, for a church, a ministry that they can invest into. They can be God's hands. Yes. Uh, it, where, where, and they're looking for a way to do it. How, Alex, could you, could you let us know, how could they partner with you? Um, so they could get in contact with us. They could go to liferestorechurch.com. And there's the uh, contact. You know, you can leave an, an email there. Uh, you can also email uh, me, aflex7 at gmail.com. You know, I'm putting it out there. Email me, send me an email, and then we'll coordinate uh, the volunteers and the scheduling and just seeing what it is you guys want to do. Also, we don't want to put a cap on creativity. Right. So this is what we're doing. You may be out there. And you may say, man, I, God's had this ministry in my heart for so long. I don't know where to do it or how to do it, but I know it's for the homeless. I know it's for the downtrodden. Let's talk about that because we have no cap on creativity um, and being creative. So that's what we're doing. But, man, there's room as the city collaborates together. Yeah. Man, now this thing just starts morphing into what God wants it to be. Yeah. Ultimately, man, a hub for the city for Christians to come in and do the love of Christ, not say the love of Christ, right. do, do the it. love of Christ to the downtrodden and the homeless, because we know that that was the majority of Jesus' ministry, was the marginalized, was the homeless. So, Yeah, part of your devotional this week, you talked about about the Good Samaritan and how, you know— uh, one one of them crossed the street. The priest, the scribe, they they avoided the problem. They saw the problem, but avoided the problem. Uh, and then there was a good Samaritan, you know. Yes. And Jesus Jesus kind of said his his challenge was go and do likewise. Go and do be like this guy. And so the Samaritan was, you know, he was a Samaritan. He was already rejected. Yeah. He was he was already you know marginalized himself. And so I want I want people to hear today and to understand that no matter where you are. You can be grateful. Yes. No matter where you are, you can give back. Maybe you don't have a lot, but you can give something back. Can can we show up? Can someone show up on a weekday, 930, or on a weekend and just volunteer? Is that possible? Yeah, you can show up anytime. I mean, you could show up that way. You can email me. We can schedule it. Right. Uh, we're, we're definitely not turning away uh, volunteers because that's such a that's such a needed thing for all the people that we're ministering to. Now tell me also you're you're doing you're doing some things that are becoming seasonal now because now you know here we are in October, November and it's starting to get cold. Talk to me about some of the seasonal things that you're doing that are coming up. So the winter shelter, um, when we first started that, I'll just say real briefly, I was giving announcements at church. We never did this before in our whole life. We never really ministered to the homeless. I didn't realize, I didn't snap that, hey, we need to change gears here. I'm giving the announcements, and the Holy Spirit told me, you're going to house the homeless here tonight. Never did it. Told my congregation, hey, I got something. God just spoke to me, right? We didn't have service. We, it, service did not go on. I said, this is what God's calling me to do. Will you follow me? I didn't tell them what it was yet. They were concerned, like, hold on, man. I need to find out what, what you're going to say. <laughs> That's and, crazy. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I see the look 
of concern on your face. But as for me, I'm learning more and more what Paul meant when he said, I'm a slave Mm. to Jesus Christ. I don't have a choice in the matter. And so I went outside those doors, man, and I did the take your shirt off challenge. I took my shirt off at freezing temperature, and I challenged ministries and pastors to open up their church to the homeless, to come on out and help us. If you can't stand out here for 30 seconds with your shirt off in this freezing temperature, imagine the homeless Mm. that have to stay here all day. And so we took them in, and we can fit 40 in our church. But this year, we're looking to secure a location to where we can fit and house 200 to 300 homeless. Wow. And so that's that's why you're 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 looking how how are you, what do you need to secure it? What where is that place? What's where's that at? Um so there's one location off of 1214 West Poplar and that is very that's about a block and a half from our current location. There's another location down in Chihuahua. So man, we're really right now in that faith one foot in the boat, one foot in the water. Yeah. You know, we have our plans, we make our plans, but it's the Lord that directs our steps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If you're a go-getter, it's frustrating right. because, man, I have all my exes and I got, and the door's not opening. You're trying to figure it out. And when that miracle pops up and I just got, man, I just feel to say this, if you're out there and you're listening and you have a property and you're like, you know what? It's just sitting there. I, I would love for it to be used for the glory and the kingdom of God for That's seven right. days. Yeah. All we need is seven days. That's about as cold as it gets right yes, here. Yes. It may be two weeks at the tops. If you're out here listening, it's for a reason. God, put your ear to this station right now. Please contact me, and we would love to see what we could do together to to keep people literally from dying out there in the winter yeah. cold, man. I mean. That's the truth. So we're talking about liferestoredchurch.com. Yes, sir. Is where you can go and and you can email yes, sir. Uh, Pastor Alex and begin that conversation about how you can support this ministry. Uh, if you have a property, that would be excellent. If you are a pastor and you want to do some, some missional work, uh, yes. that'll be excellent. If you like pancakes. there's some pancakes uh over uh, this this uh, on saturday uh they're they're they'll be making some pancakes and some breakfast yes sir you know what come down and volunteer and lunch on saturday so now saturday we do breakfast and lunch and eventually dinner and then we'll just use that model throughout the whole week right so you so one church could do breakfast another church could do lunch sure yeah yeah there's one church that does lunch now uh, one Saturday a month. The re- the three other Saturdays, our church does it, but we're trying to fill in those slots as well. So this is what I love. You're not waiting for somebody to come and give you a handout oh, no, to no, do no. this. Yeah. It's the core, the DNA, the essence of our church, because we believe that's the essence of Jesus Christ. You know, mm-hmm. when the Lord spoke to me, he's like, Alex, the second time we, we did the we did the, the, the winter shelter, and I'm like, yeah, great job. And uh, But the Holy Spirit spoke to me again, and he said, what would Jesus do if he owned your building? He wouldn't be satisfied with the Sunday morning service with and a midweek oh, and man. a midweek Wednesday, yeah. and that shook me to my core. And that's where the vision of being a twenty four seven church occurred. The good thing is that you're maybe you're not called to be that, but you can partner and have a place in that through Life Restore Church. Wow! I, I hope that today, as you're listening to this program, you're you're being convicted and even challenged to do something. We do we do live a pretty comfortable life. Uh, even even the poor among us have things and have stuff and drive around and uh, have a have a roof over our heads. But there are those that are in need, and there and then there are those men and women in ministry that have been called to them. 
and Pastor Alex Fleming is one of those. And I want to challenge you. Pastor, won't you, won't you share a little bit of your heart? Uh, maybe perhaps even an encouraging word, uh, to those that are, that are hearing this and are being moved today. Give us, give us about two, uh, two minutes of this. Ministering to the poor, ministering to the homeless is the essence of who Jesus is. And um, I, I'm, I'm not satisfied with, with the, uh, the image of Christ. I want the essence of Christ. Mm. And the essence of Christ always pulls us out of our comfort zone uh, because, you know, we trust God to get to a certain spot. And then when we're there, we have that spot figured out. We don't need to trust him anymore. Right. So we want to stay there. The goal is to constantly learn how to trust God all over again. And that's what the Bible says. We go from faith to faith, yeah. from glory to glory. So if you've never ministered to the homeless, you've never ministered to the poor, what I'm talking about sounds foreign, unfamiliar to you, that could be a good sign that that's the next step that God wants for you because it's out of that that it's impossible to please God without faith. It's out of that that, hey, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you in this. You know what? There's there's another thought came to my mind. I, uh, another good missional thing. I've I've I, I'm a parent, and uh, I've threatened my kids with missionary trips. <laughs> you know, I, I told them I would send them to a third world country. Uh, you know, if they didn't behave. Uh, but you know what? It it could be it could be a very good life lesson. Oh yeah. To come and to drive down to the west side to the inner city and to give. And, and to not expect anything in return. We're not selling. We're, we're, we're just giving. We're giving from what God has given us. And so today, I want to I wanna invite you, listener, today. Uh, what time is your service at, at 400 Arbor Place? On Sundays, we have a 9.30 a.m. service, and we have an 11 a.m. service. And, and this is Life Restored Church with Pastor Alex Flemings. And, uh, and it is... LifeRestoredChurch.com. Yes, sir. You're also on Facebook. Yes, sir. And uh, I want I want you guys to follow him. I want you guys to go and and find Life Restored Church, and show up on Sunday or show up on Saturday. Just check it out. Bring the family. Bring the youth group. Oh yeah. And and let's and let's expose them to a, a a whole group of people that need not only the Lord but they have need of things that we take for granted. And so. Pastor Flemings, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And God bless you, San Antonio. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.